Thanks for listening to Bezier. Bezier is sponsored by Superhigh, online courses for code, design, and product management. Superhigh's courses can be done in your own home at your own pace. I've been a Superhigh student since 2017 and have gone from being a designer feeling alienated by the should designers code discourse to building my own sites and now even selling web design services. My favorite part of Superhigh is the community of learners. As a Superhigh student, you're added to this huge community of all the other Superhigh students. It's filled with inspiring people from all over the world in all different places in their careers. I've gotten work there, I found podcast guests there, and even made in-person friends, all because of Superhigh. It's easy to get started. There's an online code editor. You can do it on your own schedule. There's built-in community of learners. It's got everything you need. Start learning to code, design, or product manage today at superhigh.com. I like to have guests introduce themselves. Could you share a bit about yourself? Of course. So my name is Laura and I am a designer and developer based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And outside of work, I love music. So I'm if I'm not working, I'm probably updating a Spotify playlist or making a new one or doing something related to music. So it calms me down and I, I just really enjoy it. Before the pandemic, I used to love going to concerts. Again, music lover. I haven't been able to do that in a while, so it's been kind of sad, but another thing I used to love doing was going out to eat. So I'm, I'm really into music, food, and that's it. That's all you need to know about me. <laughs> What's the food scene like in Pittsburgh? I feel like there's a little bit of everything. There's a lot of really good Asian food places. There's a lot of great, like, I don't know how to call it, like American fusion type of restaurants and that are that are pretty good so yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty decent i'd say if you could pick like any concert to go to after the pandemic what would you pick <laughs> that's a great question honestly i would love to go see Billie eilish nice. like, i'm weirdly into her right now yeah um, which is weird because she's like I feel like she's like in a different generation from me, but I am real. I just love her whole vibe and like her music is awesome. So I would love to go see her live. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and just before we get further, what are your pronouns? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I go with she or her, but I'm also comfortable with they and them. Great. So designer and developer, maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. Maybe how you got to where you are now and what you're doing now. Sure. So I'll give you the 411. Um, so I'm originally from Puerto Rico and I moved to Pennsylvania when I was like 17 for college. And I originally started out in architecture. That didn't pan out very well. All my buildings were lopsided. So I figured this is probably not, not a good career for me. But I eventually landed on communications because I really liked the whole idea of storytelling. And it wasn't until junior year that I realized I wanted to do more graphic design kind of work. I didn't want to switch majors because I didn't want to just like start from scratch. So I kind of just stuck with, with that major for a bit, but I still, I kind of taught myself how to do a lot of design stuff. And when I graduated, I took about a year to kind of get more experience in the field and I wanted to actually study design. So I worked for about a year in advertising and eventually i applied to graduate schools and ended up going to pratt institute in new york one of the best experiences of my life what a great school i've seriously made so many amazing friends and i i miss i miss new york so much but yeah so that's how i got started in design and i've always been interested in coding like for a really long time for as long as i could remember 
And I always thought, okay, well, it's kind of late in my life. I probably, I don't know if I should do it. And I just, I don't know, a lot of self-doubt uh, started to creep in. And I just, I wish that I had started it a lot sooner, but hey, better late than never, I guess. Um, so the way that I got started in coding was um, through Super High, which I think is where I met you. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. So that's where I started um, coding, and it's honestly like the best decision that I've ever made. Like I, it gave me the confidence that I needed to to like actually start doing web development. And yeah, that's basically where we are right now. I'm I am doing design work like as a full time job right now, but I'm hoping to transition into web development hopefully sometime this year, like completely full time. So yeah, it's an exciting, exciting career. <laughs> that is so awesome. And this is the second super high ad of the episode, I guess. <gasps> I wasn't paid, I swear. I just really, really like them. <laughs> Me, I'm 100% with you. I love super high. So it, transitioning to full time web developer this year sounds really exciting. I'm curious about a little bit more of the granular details there. Are you doing that within your current job and are you designing web things with the intention of then coding them and then like how are you learning development specific like I understand super high but like specifically like is there a particular super high course that's going to get you from designer to web developer this year? Uh, so actually I've been using super high for about three years so I've I've actually taken a lot of their courses. Wow. Like anything, first one I took was the foundation one and that was just absolutely fantastic. And that just kind of like propelled me into web development. But basically any course that they offered with JavaScript, I took. Even if it wasn't like completely related to what I wanted to do, like I, I still took it because I, I just found it really helpful and I really like the way they teach. But as for my current job, I work for a really large company in Pittsburgh and as of a few months ago, I'm actually working on a design system. I'm right now I'm the interim design lead and I say interim because oh, wow. I know my manager want, like I've told my manager I want to do web development and she's very supportive and encouraging. So she knows that that's what I wanna do. So until we find like that that lead, I'm, I'm basically filling that role for now. So I'm right now it's split between design and doing a little bit of web development. I'm doing a little bit more design work than I would like but I'm still getting really good exposure to, to web development and we're building our design system. Right now it's in Angular, so I've gotten to, to write a lot of cool components in Angular and like see them live. So that's been, that's been super cool. And it's not, it, I feel like I got really lucky because it's not very common that your job will let you just switch careers and just let, it, let you try it out. So I've, I've been really fortunate to have like a team and a manager that really supports me in that regard so yeah <laughs> that's really fantastic i always that's my career advice for people is to like find a place where they want to see you grow and develop and because the likelihood that you're in the same job you know a couple of years later is is low so mm -hmm. it's always about like finding the right team that will support that because if you're just looking for the role then your role changes it, right you know yeah yeah. <laughs> what is Angular for those like myself that have no idea? <laughs> oh, Angular is just uh, one of those JavaScript frameworks that you can use to build sites. Um, it's similar to React or Vue if, you're, if you've ever heard of those. I'm a huge fan of React. 
but I always found that Angular was probably the most complicated framework to pick up. <laughs> but I, I figured if I can write something in Angular, like by the time I, I restart React again, I'm going to be a pro. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, go for the hardest thing to learn, and then yeah. everything else seems easy. Exactly. Well, what does your average workday look like? Um, well, since starting in the design system, it's it varies, I'm not gonna lie. So because I'm split between design and code, it, it honestly depends on the day or even the week. But for example, when I, when I am focused a little bit more on design, one of my main responsibilities is to maintain our Figma component library. So that's, that's a full-time job in and of itself. Um, <laughs> and then add coding on top of that. So it can be a little overwhelming right now, but that's one of my main responsibilities is to maintain our Figma component library. Our design system right now is gonna be consumed by one specific product right now. And as part of that, I'm working a lot with those product designers in that product and kind of working with them, teaching them Figma how, and how to consume our Figma library into their own product in Figma. So that's been that's been kind of cool to just teach them how to do that kind of stuff because I haven't had that opportunity before and I, I like sharing what I know. So it's it's been a really great experience so far. But when I'm not doing design work, I, I meet up with the developers and we go over code or I'll build a new component and yeah. So it's, it's a little bit of everything. <laughs> so you mentioned you like teaching at work and, and helping others, which I think is fantastic and a sign of a good design leader. Now, I usually ask people about you know their advice for somebody more junior in their same career path. But your career path is sort of changing, which I love. Maybe you can choose who you'd like to give advice to more junior designers that want to be design leaders, more junior web developers that want to be web developers, or also people are really interested in design systems and the fact that you're building one at a large company, I think will be probably interesting to a lot of people. So maybe advice for whoever you want along that journey that's a little bit more junior. If I was talk, I guess my advice would actually work for a design or a developer who who's like more junior, but I'd say one of the biggest things that I've learned is that it's okay to not know everything. And it's okay to to just take some time for yourself and not feel like you need to just learn everything at the same time. And that was really helpful specifically more in my journey as a web developer because I felt like I got started a little bit later than I would have liked and I felt really overwhelmed by everything that there was to learn and I felt that I needed to do it all at the same time. I felt like I needed to be perfect in HTML, CSS, JavaScript, React, Angular, <laughs> and that's very unrealistic. And I think, and I don't know if this is just something that I've experienced on my own or I'm not sure where it comes from, but I felt that when I was, a, I mean, as a designer, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to do a lot of different things and do them really well. Like you're expected to be a great visual designer, a great UX designer, a great researcher, a great psychologist, a, like and you're and even like a good developer as well, even if you're just a designer and I feel like that pressure when I was starting to do web development kind of like rolled over and I had to like rewire my brain and tell myself it's okay 
that I don't know everything there is to know about web development. Like it's a learning process and it's gonna take some time and that's okay. And another piece of advice along those lines is, and this is more for web development for sure, but it's okay if you don't understand things right away. Everybody's wired a little bit differently and everybody learns things at a different speed. Everybody has a different way of picking up things and learning things. Like I, I don't learn well from books or like reading an article. I like watching a video and I like hands-on projects. And it's okay if, if you have a different way of learning and it's okay if it takes you a little bit of time to pick up a, a, a tricky concept. Um, and I think that's one of those things that can be really discouraging. Like I felt like I compared myself a lot to other people and it's important to try not to do that, I guess, because like I said, everyone everyone's different and it's okay if it takes you six months to learn something that another person learned in, in a week. Like that's that's perfectly acceptable. And I feel like in this industry, people are expected to just know things <laughs> right off the get go. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay if you don't know everything. It's it's a learning process. Like it's okay to go with the flow and take your time and and not feel overwhelmed. That is really great advice and <laughs> I'm super relatable. I've always felt for the probably the first two thirds of my career of like, oh well, but I don't know enough of this kind of designer. What if someone asks me to do this and oh I need to learn how to do 3D now and like all mm -hmm. these things. <clears throat> always like you see other designers working on that it's mm -hmm. like that's really solid advice to just be like yeah. hey it's first it's okay not to learn all those things and second <laughs> like at your own pace yeah and the oh and like you said something that just kind of like reminded me of something else that i wanted to say and it's that it's like if you're learning something new whether it's designer development i would say like keep an open mind and and yes try to learn as many things as you can but if you're like learning something and you're not a fan of it, that's okay. I I experienced that very recently with um, doing 3D stuff on the web. You know what? Like it's really cool. It's not something that I enjoy doing, and and that's okay. Like it's okay if there's a specific part of a career track that you don't enjoy doing. Like life's too short to do things that you don't want to do. And you might as well just spend that time learning things that are going to bring you joy and happiness and, and are going to make you more valuable. So, yeah, it's okay to, if you don't like something about web development, that's okay. If you don't like something about design, it's okay. Like, it's, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, and maybe to build on that a little bit of like, that's the benefit of working with other people mm -hmm. is, you know, you might not like doing 3D on the web but it's needed for a project and then you can collaborate with somebody who that's their thing. Yeah, absolutely. What about more senior people, um, either web developers, designers, or the, the magical space between the two? You know, what's your, uh, what's your advice for someone that's maybe been in the industry a little bit longer? I'd say my first piece of advice is to never stop learning because I've definitely met people throughout my career who kind of hit a certain point and they're like, well, I don't need to learn anything. Like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to spend this time. And it's like, no, like, you should learn. Like, it's it's going to help you grow. And I, I feel like you're never too old to stop learning new things. And my other piece of advice would be, if you see a junior person who's struggling, please, please help. 
please reach out. Please, please be available. Please mentor them because it's really scary, especially if it's someone who's like transitioning into that career and they might be a little scared and like overwhelmed with, with everything that there is to learn. So if you're a senior person and you see somebody who's like starting out fresh in this career path, like reach out, offer to help. It's really going to brighten up their day and like build up their self-confidence. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, it's hard to imagine a leader, you know, which I imagine people that are more senior, like lean toward being in leadership, not being there and supporting people coming up. And I think that's like also how it leads well into my next question, but it's how we like make the industry better is by like helping people behind us Mm -hmm. come with us, not necessarily behind us in a negative sense, just people earlier in their career. So my next question is about our industry. There's a lot of great things in our creative communities, but there's also a lot of like horrific things and hate and bigotry and violence. And we're only seeing more and more of that in the news, Mm -hmm. just in America alone, let alone globally. So I'm curious what your thoughts on how we deal with these people in our industry that are hateful, that are, I don't know how to describe them other than just like, bigots Um. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i would say and this is easier said than done because i've i've definitely struggled with this before but i'd say it's really important to speak up like if you it's simplest if you see something wrong say something and i i've definitely struggled with that myself because if anybody who knows me knows that i'm very like non-confrontational like i i like to make people feel comfortable and I don't know why I just don't love confrontation and it's it's really weird because I feel like I, I there's nothing to be afraid of I guess but I would say just speak up stand up for for not just yourself but for other people and I've definitely struggled with that like being a minority from Puerto Rico being a woman I've definitely like been asked some interesting questions in 2021 <laughs> and because I don't want to come across as rude or make people feel bad, I kind of brush off those kind of insensitive things. Then I don't say anything, and and that's not that's not good. I'm only making things worse. So I think it's really important that if you if you're a minority and somebody says something that's not nice or it's kind of insensitive or kind of ignorant, like call them out on it. Because it I feel like, and this is something that kind of bothers me. I feel like it's always on the minority to educate other people. And that's not fair. I wasn't put on this earth to educate you. Like, it, all you need to do is is go on Google and, and, and type in your search and the answers are right there. Like, I, it's not my job to educate you on, on whether or not I have a passport or when am I getting my green card. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, it's as simple as a Google search. <laughs> Yeah, and just to build on that, as a as a white man, like it's the responsibility of the oppressor group to deal with that problem, not the oppressed group. Yeah. And just to build on your conflict averse, like I am at times very conflict averse, but I think especially when it comes to our industry, you mentioned like always be learning and always be teaching other people. That's what you can do with that confrontation is teach it, teach somebody, use it as learning experience. And especially for the white male designers in the tech community, in the design community, especially in web development, like that's their responsibility. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I it just sucks that a lot of the time in 2021 still we're like still dealing with these issues and still dealing with these questions and it's like have you not heard of the internet? <laughs> like, like I'm not asking you to dig up your Britannica encyclopedias. It's literally on your phone. I don't understand how I get asked the same questions over and over again. And it's like, oh my God, this is getting so annoying to answer these. <laughs> yeah, it's super annoying. And do you feel like they're the, always the like most basic fundamental levels of the conversation or the questions that you get? Yeah, I, I've gotten asked, like I'm from Puerto Rico and if you're born in Puerto Rico, you automatically have American citizenship since, I don't know, the 1800s. It's been a while. And I always get asked, are you an American citizen? Where's your passport? When are you marrying your boyfriend to get a green card? Why don't you like spicy food? I thought you were Puerto Rican. It's just really interesting questions. Wow. And I'm just like, be again, because I don't want to make other people feel bad, I have to like suck it up. But now I'm at the point of my life where I'm like, you know what? I wasn't put on this earth to make you feel good about yourself. That's not cool. Educate yourself. <laughs> Absolute. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. You're just like, I'm not taking shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, like miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> Who is a person that you think everyone should know about? Um, so I think one person that actually really helped me out quite a bit um, getting started in web development is a girl that I met through Super High, obviously, and her name is Kristen Cabrera, and I really admire her because she just has like a really cool design aesthetic, and and like I love just the things that she builds on the internet. She's a web developer, and I actually reached out to her because I I don't know I've been following her work for a while, and I thought she was really cool, and. I reached out to her and I, I was like, hey, can you like maybe talk to me like and about web development and how you got started because I just really like your work. And she was so nice and like we met for like an hour on a Google Meet and and she just kind of gave me the push that I needed to get started and I'm like really grateful for that. And yeah, I think everyone should, should get to know her. She's really cool. <laughs> She's probably like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we met once. <laughs> Well, I'll make sure that links to her stuff is in the show notes as well, yeah. so people can, can find her and meet her as too. Yeah. So I believe everyone should get paid for their time. So what we do on this show is we share the profits from our advertisers, our swag sales, our donations with all of the guests of the show. Are there other ways that our listeners can support you? I don't have, like, accounts or anything. Like, I just have Venmo and PayPal. <laughs> but... I mean, you can share my portfolio. I'm always looking for interesting freelance projects to work as a web developer. So if you want me to build you your portfolio or a simple site, just hit me up. Happy to work with you. I'm always happy to like meet other people and, and do interesting work. So yeah. <laughs> if someone wanted to hire you or refer you to a freelance project, where could they find you? They can find my information on my website. It's lauracodes.com. They can also find me on Instagram and Twitter. I think my Instagram handle is kind of like, they're both, I think there's like a number in it, but it's basically the number one, Laura Padilla. <laughs> like the, the number one is the L for Laura. 
I'll make sure it's linked so people don't have yeah. to worry about <laughs> typing that in. Yeah, but you can find me anywhere. <laughs> Laura, I've enjoyed having you on the show so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with uh, me, with the audience, anybody else in our industry that you'd like them to hear? <laughs> No, I mean, I've had so much fun. This was my first time being interviewed for a podcast. So um, apologies if I come across as a weirdo. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I've had a really great time. I guess my final thoughts are just reiterating to reach out to those junior developers and designers and just be there for them, mentor them, and, and just to never stop learning. Like, be open-minded, not just not even not not just even when it comes to learning but like just in general just be open-minded be nice it's it's very easy to just like smile and 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 just be nice to people it's it's not hard to do all you have to do is just be nice a smile can go a long way (laughs) bezier is a design interview podcast amplifying voices in our creative communities that don't already have large platforms and aren't working at big five tech companies we focus on finding guests from all over the world and representative of as many of us as possible if you have a great guest idea for bezier please email us at inquiry at zoct.studio that's i-n-q-u-i-r-y at z-a-c-h-t dot studio